Graham Kemlo, that's you, recently attended an industry event in Adelaide and he spoke with General Manager of Adelaide Convention Centre, Martin Radcliffe, about the impact of the pandemic on the meetings and events sector. He discusses the changing needs of both conference organisers and delegates from the type of meetings they hold, their requirements for demonstrable sustainability and even their culinary preferences. Martin, you've been in the role now about 12 months. Um, Tell us how you're finding it. Yeah, thanks, Graham. Just shy of 12 months, actually, so really enjoying it. Um, My return to the business events industry has coincided with a real return to return to life for our sector you know demand is up um, people's imagination and ambition around their events is up so consequently the people are doing lots of exciting things and here at Adelaide Convention Centre we've been able to harness that and we're helping people um, manage a much greater volume of events um, so we're, we're doing really well at the moment so I've enjoyed the first uh, 12 months for that reason alone. Just remind us what the capability of this centre is you've got various uh, different areas in which one can stage an event or or attend an event that's uh, that's on here just can you just give us a 30,000 foot view of Adelaide Convention Centre? Well, we're really proud we're one of the best and most versatile convention centres in the world we're not the biggest mm. but we generally would host a convention for you know 3,000 plenary three and a half thousand plenary we have another 14,000 square metres of exhibition space a really uh, healthy and uh, generous uh, sized uh, public foyer space the whole place is lit with natural light as you as you've seen and some really strong supporting meeting rooms so that that takes place across our west building our central building and our east building all of which are really fluid fluidly interlink uh, but they also break separately to host different concurrent events so the flexibility to host concurrent or much larger events really works well for us now you are in fact the first dedicated purpose-built convention centre in the country. Tell us about that. In 1987, I was only 11 years old, so give him away my, <laughs> my age there, but that's when we opened. And uh, yes, it was the first purpose-built in Australia. But since then, we've really evolved. And one thing I love is that we've opened up and celebrated the riverbank in Adelaide. So in its, in its initial incarnation, the centre very much looked in on itself. Now it absolutely looks out. It opens its arms to the riverbank, and our, our clients absolutely love that. Obviously, the business events industry has a lot to gain from having you here. What does it actually mean for the general public here in Adelaide? We're very, very, very conscious that our role here is not just to be a successful venue and a, and a profitable venue. Our role here is to drive benefit for the people of South Australia. Now, that benefit may be the expenditure that the people spend at conferences, but we're also here to be a facility for them. So, yes, we host lots of conferences. We bring in lots of uh, world leaders in different fields of thought and specialty. That alone is very strong for the development of people's careers, their industries, their sectors. So it it creates a real stimulus for the different sectors that we've got as priorities here in South Australia, whether that be the health sector, the innovation sector, the the, the agribusiness sector. We're bringing world leaders to their doorstep. Um, On top of that, we, we do give the public the opportunity to really enjoy and embrace this space. 
from small scale, for example, we have a home ground restaurant that faces the riverbank. We're about to launch a whole new range of pizzas down there. It's become a very popular morning coffee spot. It's become a popular weekend breakfast and lunch spot. We have activations every time Adelaide Oval has games on. So the throngs of people that walk through the city and head over the bridge, they stop at home ground and they stop at our bar activations to enjoy themselves on the way in and out. We've created some of our own exhibitions. As you may be aware, we have Cellar Door Fest, which happens every year. This year we had 160 cellar doors, distilleries, breweries, cideries, fooderies, all of these coming together to showcase what's best about South Australia here at Adelaide Convention Centre, and the, the, the public take-up on that was huge. The jobs that we bring is another thing. Every conference creates drop jobs for the local people, but we're also thinking about our young... Two more points our young people and our young students. Adelaide has got some exceptional universities from from Adelaide University, University of SA, Flinders, and they are trying to attract some, you know, all these great minds, these young people from overseas as well as our own people to help the 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 bid to attract those from overseas. We participate in a program called Job Shop with Study Adelaide. What Job Shop does is it allows an international student to identify part-time work with us or even you know to, to suit their the hours that they're studying before they leave from their home country to come over here and study so they're arriving in a new city mm-hmm. they've got to make friends they've got to get used to their course but they know that they already have a job that fits with their lifestyle that pays well and is helping them to equip themselves with skills that can be transferable in the future so we think that's a really strong role that we have to play in that regard and the last thing I'd say, Graham, is when we have a big event at Adelaide Convention Centre, our mind is also on dispersal into the regions. People are coming, of course, to attend the event in the city, but they're also coming to, OK, can I go to the Barossa and find out about this famous Shiraz? Can I go to the Adelaide Hills and meet all those artisan producers and the cool climate things they have going on out there? Kangaroo Island, the wildlife mecca, Flinders Rangers, the, the, the gateway to the outback. So statistics show that when people come in for a large conference, particularly the international conferences, that the dispersal into the regions is very strong. You, you said to the gathering this morning at the opening of this event that uh, the industry is back. COVID certainly uh, put a dent in uh, things, but it's back. Can you quantify that for us? And, and what's your performance likely to be 2023 over 2022 and maybe even looking further ahead? Uh, how are you going to go this year? We're going to go well, which is really encouraging. I'll look back and I'll look ahead. You've got to think back to the last pre-COVID year. So 2018, 19 was a really good year for the industry. We've surpassed that level now. Um, So 22, 23 is shaping up to be a record year for us. November 2022 was the busiest month in Adelaide Convention Centre's history. And we're, we're forecast now this year to deliver 80 major national and international conferences on top of a range of other events that's 36,000 plus interstate and international visitors. That's 221,000 bed nights for the local hotel sector. And that's you know in excess of $225 million in economic benefit for the state economy. That's 22-23. We are also very optimistic of having an exceptionally strong 23-24. 
after that you know remains to be seen as you know the, all destinations are competing for business all i know is that we're in a strong competitive position we've got a very outward look in terms of our sales and business development activities and the good thing is we work in partnership with our government we work in partnership with business events adelaide to make sure we're putting our best foot forward to attract events that are really good for the city but also align with our priority sectors of, of industry and specialty here in sa Okay. Are you still seeing bookings out as far as they used to be and, you know, five and six years? Is that still part uh, of your forward planning? They absolutely are, but we're also seeing um, a lot of shorter lead business too, so we have to be equipped to deal with both. So that becomes a really careful management of our inventory to make sure that we're accommodating these long lead events, but we're also nimble enough to maybe be able to take events at short notice, which we are also. You've got the biggest kitchen in Adelaide, and uh, we met the chef today, uh, Gavin, a great Scotsman. He's doing some interesting things that I would think will draw attention to the culinary offering here. Rubber chicken is definitely out the window, but it used to be a, a mainstay of big events, didn't it? So... Um, Obviously, technology is involved, but uh, new skills, new talent. Uh, how important is the culinary side of uh, the convention or any convention centre, but particularly Adelaide? Of any convention centre, it's really important. But in Adelaide, we consider ourselves a food and, and wine hotspot. So of culinary is of absolute importance. We have to make sure that, yes, we can deliver to scale, but moreover, people are eating really tasty, really imaginative, nutritious food. And we're really proud of what the team has achieved here, led by Gavin Robertson. He's an exceptionally experienced chef, and what he's brought to the table is a real passion for sustainably sourced produce, for indigenous produce, for fresh produce, things that you will eat that, of course, it excites your taste buds, but you're not leaving the conference feeling a heavy and weighed down. This is um, low intervention foods. This is organic foods. And it's done in a really uh, beautifully presented way. So food is absolute top of mind for us. And the Honest Goodness menu just continues to evolve. We've now developed partnerships with First Nations growers, for example. And that's growers of, of, of vegetables, that's meat producers, but that's also um, distilleries. You know, it's the whole gambit. So we're trying to show a very strong connection to country and a very strong appetite to, to cater for well-being and let's fold over the top of that the fact that it's got to taste great and we have exceptional wine beverages spirits here to showcase so the food and wine offering is absolutely central to everything we do sustainability is one of your key pillars you've talked about mm. how can the average person who maybe doesn't understand the elements of sustainability how can they be assured that they are going green when they get engaged with you guys yeah, being assured is a really good point, Graham. Is many people can say many things, but we've gone that extra mile at Convention Centre for 15 years now. We've committed to the Earth Check program, so we are the first world's first con- convention centre to achieve Earth Check's coveted platinum status. Mm-hmm. All right, there's only a couple that have achieved that since, but we're now well on our way to achieving master status. Now, master status would put us up there with the first to achieve that in in the world first convention centre to achieve that in the world and what that means is is it's an audited every year and it's to show real strong gains in energy and water conservation uh, responsible sourcing of food distribution minimizing our waste to landfill um, so we've, we've managed to reduce in all of those areas we're using less water we're using power more uh, efficiently and, and at, a, at a lower level but we're also 
reducing the waste that we send to landfill by up to 95%. Mm. Now, that's what we've achieved to date. Uh, we're really proud that we're investing further in that this year ahead, and we've just invested in some technology that will help convert all of our organic waste. It'll help reduce that down by up to 80% in a format that we're hoping that we can give the end product, that 20%, back to producers to put back into the land. So we're really excited about that, and there's more news to come on that as we develop that through the year. Now, you've got a lot of exhibition booths here mm-hmm. from the various suppliers in Adelaide, uh, letting people know you know what they do and in a colourful, graphic way. What happens to all of those? You don't have a big bonfire, do you? No, especially not in a state that's prone to bushfires mm-hmm. as well, Grant. But no, um, we are very cautious of working with sustainable exhibition build companies, and we're very lucky to have Adelaide Expo Hire as one of our key partners. Adelaide Expo Hire will produce 100% repulpable and recyclable eco-board exhibition stands. So you, whatever you've built is completely recyclable. And at this conference, Destination SA, Adelaide Convention Centre's booth is made of those materials. Many of our clients are going on to that. We had the Mortgage Choice Conference earlier here this year. We've um, had the uh, Evoke Ag Conferences, which is the largest agribusiness conference in the, in the nation. And that was recyclable materials everywhere. But we also, if you're not building from recyclable materials, we also work with our clients to make sure, you know, can they donate portions of those stands to, to users elsewhere, whether that be uh, reformatting for use in housing or re- reusing the goods in other parts of build. There's lots of ways that you can recycle exhibitions, and um, it is something that we're committed to working with our clients. Would you mandate that for people building uh, exhibition stands here? Uh, what sort of position are you able to take don't think we need to mandate it at the moment i think the the clients are that motivated by doing it it's absolutely up there with their priorities Mm. along with some of the other things we've spoken about that's why we're doing these things because we've researched our clients we've listened to them and we're trying to deliver what they need and what they're looking for as well as what we would like to bring in terms of our sustainable operations you do deal adelaide deals with a lot of associations uh, from around the nation and sometimes the event moves from state to state are there any areas of that market that have changed since covid like are you having to deal with different expectations from delegates and i guess sustainability might be one of them but how are you finding the market Associations still have that huge appetite to meet. We have found over the last few years they've been evaluating how they run their events and they're running their events a lot more creatively. All right, It's maybe gone to the traditional plenary spaces and they're now looking for plenary spaces that engage parts of the exhibition. They're looking for interactive spaces. You're finding many national associations are now partnering up with international associations to combine national and international events. Not all do, but many, many are looking at that. I think association organisers are just becoming very savvy about what they want and they're seeking sustainability, they're seeking connection to country, all these different things. So I think the association market has definitely stepped up in its ambitions. The volume hasn't changed, but we're seeing a lot more collaborations between national and international bodies. Adelaide Convention Centre's Martin Radcliffe was speaking with Graham Kemlow.